0: Well, we do. Sunland are in the playoffs. We're safe. It's in our hands. And I'm very, 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 very excited. Today we have, uh, you can see the names if you're watching on YouTube, Dov. Hello. Jacob with us today. Good evening. Good evening. Uh, we may have his uh, new handle um, throughout throughout this, I guess, I guess. Astra, hello. Welcome along. Um so, first things first, shall we talk about the West Brom win, lads? Oh, yeah. What Let's talk. What a game. Um,
1: what a fucking game, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, so, West Brom took the lead in the first half in this one. Uh, a penalty, which I don't think was a penalty, but it was Never given. Never in a
1: million years is it a penalty, but
0: yeah, we'll go. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hi, Acacia. You're all right. Welcome along. Um, yeah, the, the penalty I don't think was ever a penalty. Um, again, VAR would have would have completely ruled that out. They were ahead at the halftime break um, unjustly, in my opinion. Um, we were the much better team in that game pretty much for the entirety. Uh, second half, we come out, we we're, were very nervous of how we were going to get the goals. And, well, well Dennis Serkin, <laughs> of course. Who else? Our centre-back on the day. Um Providing two goals for us. Um wonder show from him. Um, yeah, what what, are you thinking to that? what yeah, do you think?
1: And um, to that. Yeah, I think overall, pretty solid game from Sunderland. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the penalty was absolutely ridiculous. Um, I think, like you said, I think if VAR would have had a look at it, they would have 100% given no penalty. But, mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is. Um, don't know what the fuck the ref was on, but yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think overall, I think the West Brom players should have had a lot more yellow cards than they received. How many did they actually get in the end? So they got. They got three, I think.
0: They got, three. Yeah, three all in all. But yeah, they should
1: have had about nine.
0: Most of them were in the first half. Yeah. Yeah. Um.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. I think your attacking was a lot better. Um, your defense was also pretty good. Um, yeah, I think overall overall solid game from Sunderland. Want to see more?
0: Yeah, would you would you say that was the fair result for what was on display in on the day?
1: Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. You should have won. Hundred percent should have won.
0: So. Cool. I'm happy with that. Uh, just, just FYI as well, a really important game at the bottom of the league is happening as we're recording this session. Uh, Rotherham oh. are playing Cardiff. If they both pick up points, they create a four-point gap between them and Reading, and that's a game in ha- the game in hand, done and served. If uh, either of them lose, it makes them climbable and reach of them, reachable to the relegation zone for the last two games of the weekend. So big point if they both draw on this one. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jacob, what are your, what are your thoughts to the West Brom game? More
2: or less the same as you two. I mean, penalty was absolutely atrocious. Was never a pen. And even there was neutrals on Twitter saying it as well. So there was a Burnley fan saying it, a, Burn, a Blackburn fan. Yeah. And as well, West Brom fans were just throwing temper tantrums. There was an incident in second half where a West Brom player missed the ball to head it. Fell in box and he was at the, screaming at the referee saying, "Oh, I've been fouled! I've been fouled!" When it wasn't, <laughs> he just made a fuck up. Yeah. Um, we were the better team, to be fair. I mean, yeah, and just, we shouldn't have been one 0 down because that penalty was just not a pen. I just don't get how why the, how the ref saw that as a pen. I don't know. I think was. Well,
0: I don't think the I, I i don't think it was the ref that give it because there was a long delay between the incident where Swift, yeah. where where the um the the brum player goes to the goes to the ground and the actual decision to give a penalty. I think it was given by the lino and the lino well, was I obstructed think... by a couple of people. So what
1: they've... what I think happened was that the the referee was gaslit. Into giving it
0: because they kept surrounding him. Every single minute, they thing. were
1: they were all surrounding him, yelling and screaming and pointing fingers. And I think he just gave it one because, like, he didn't see it, he didn't know. And two, he was probably just overwhelmed with the amount of people screaming at him.
2: Oh, I'd like to have seen if he didn't give it, how the West Brom pl- oh, the West Brom players would have been sat on the ground just throwing it a- <laughs> potential. <of temper> <laughs>
0: Yeah, do you know what? Do you know what though? Like I'm, uh, I was at the time very aggrieved by the incident, but I want to say this, and it's going to be very controversial. I don't think we would have come out in the second half with as much vigor and drive to get another goal back before without that that incident and that little bit of right right, lads. We need to fight against the, their team and the ref to get our goals and be into this game. I think it would have just been continuation of what we've been doing for the the entire first half. So I'm kind of kind of glad at the end of it because we got the result, but yeah at the time very just pissed off by it all. Would you would you have said if we took the lead um say Lyndon uh, lineage provided that that header for Sirk in early second half do you really think that we would have continued attacking the way we were if it was 1-0? I think we would have sat back a lot more. Um, yeah, we have form for that. If we if we take the lead, I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's a it's an interesting one, though. It's it's, it?
1: it's, it's 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 kind of hard because like so many things come into factor. Mm-hmm. Like yes, you're ahead, so then you just you you just try and play safe because you're already ahead. So you just want to play safe for the three points, or do you try and get another one and risk them getting a counter attack and then equalising? <laughs> Um. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's yeah. It's it's tough to say. Um. Without knowing like what the coach has obviously told them. Um. But yeah, I I do agree with the fact. I think if they hadn't gone one 0 down at half time, I don't think they would have had the drive to come out and be like, okay, well it's still nil nil. We don't need to like. We don't need to like try as hard. Whereas because they were one 0 down, they were like, right, we need to score. Like we have to score. Like so.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with that. Um, it it's, it just puts that extra little bit of punch to the game, and because it was such a a blow just before half time, we did have the majority of the ball for the entire game uh, away from home as well. Um, it's one of our best displays at the whole phones I've seen in in a long time. So, like I said, a, a bit aggrieved by some of the decisions that was made by the referee and the way the West Brom players conducted themselves throughout that game. But ultimately, what matters at the end of the ninety minutes is when I'm walking home with all three points. Yeah,
1: the better team won.
0: Mm-hmm. The the more professional team won as well. Not just the better yep. team. With every time you talk, does your cat flip the pancake?
1: Yeah, yeah, because it's a gif. Yeah, <laughs> so it it's not. From... cat, It's a noose cave from Demon Slayer. I've I've caught.
0: How did I not know that?
1: <laughs> it's he's got a he's got like a boar head on. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Uh, right Jacob mate, What, what what do you reckon to their goal just before half time what what do you think that did to us
2: for us um, I guess it for our pushed it boosted that it rallied us up it said no we can go out and do this now let's go and get a fucking other and push ourselves yeah. and not take any bullshit from them you know they're trying to wind us up I think the players are but West Rome are trying to wind us up here eh? and they're gonna well, want or they're gonna want us to foul them so that they can get what they want, but
0: Well t- to be fair, it started to work later in the game that, that kind of winding us up. But after we leveled it up, um a lot of changes happened. Um so, uh, with that in mind, tr- the the substitutions from Sunderland and West Brom in this game were very, very, very strange. So, Sunderland make late changes than normal. Again, our first substitutions were Bar and Ekwar off like of 60, Robert and Mishwa. 68, 69th minute. Yeah. Um, and then we make another substitution about 10 minutes later, Gelhar after he had a uh, yellow card for... um, Yeah, I think Gelhart might have ended up getting sent off because he was... He's the target man for all the defenders <laughs> to to kick their heels. So yeah. the fact the fact that we made those subs and we only made three oh. subs throughout the game between the sixtieth, uh, sixty, the seventieth, and the eightieth minute, but then I don't understand what West Brom were doing tactically in terms of their substitutions. Their first substitution was um in the eighty third minute and then they made like one or two minutes later after Cirkin scored his goal immediately after the goal scored and then three at the um at the dying members of the game. Like, what, what I don't understand that at all. Were they just trying to throw out the kitchen sink at it or because like, surely that was really bad badly managed from West Brom um West Brom's gaffer. Yes. <laughs> Sorry.
1: Yeah. Uh, yes. Sorry, I was just choking on air. Oh,
0: <laughs> drink some water, mate. Drink some water. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I,
1: how
0: How do you think the West Brom managed that game? Um,
1: baby throwing a tantrum is what comes to mind. Uh, um, I agree.
0: <laughs> Who is think... the Who is the worst at it? Oh,
1: fucking! What what's I've his got... name? Um. Hang on, let me find
2: him. <laughs> I say the one who got... You know, the one you on, you were on about Anfu second half claimed he
1: got fouled in the box when he didn't.
0: The one with yeah, the weird was face. It, was it,
1: Swift? Okay, yeah, it, was it was Swift. Swift? Yeah, it was Swift. Yeah, it was Swift. He was got... a fucking man-child, th- that game. Jesus Christ. Every oh, time he got touched, he was good. like... Was <laughs> <laughs> it Gooch
2: or 9 who pushed the West Brom player after we scored? Oh, Because he got
1: pushed uh, as well then. I think it was it was O, it was o- nine, yeah. Oh nine no, just went boom, bitch! Get out of the way. No, 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 yeah, because um, oh nine, um, uh, fuck, uh, he had a collision with another player, and the the player he had a collision with, like, pushed him in the face. Yeah, he got a yellow, and the other guy didn't.
0: <laughs> yeah, it yeah, yeah it was so, John Swift. So
1: when Sunderland
2: players do something. It's a bad thing, but when the opposition does it, oh, it's
0: okay. It's legitimate, it's fine. It's uh, There's no harm, no foul, apparently. But um, to be fair, we wound them up quite well in the first half and got them on a couple of yellows. So it wasn't like the referee wasn't going to give out yellows to West Brom. I think he just noticed the, the flow of the game change and yeah. tried to balance it out, I guess. But maybe he balanced it too far into West Brom's favour before it... Um, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. The, ma- the match official in this one didn't really have a top-notch game. I'd probably, I wouldn't say he had the worst game in 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 the history of Sunderland uh, referees, but like, it's it's probably is like a four or five out of ten from a referee's performance. Like, he gives some decisions that our way which deserve to be our our fouls, our throw ins, our corners. It was, it was balanced for the most part. It just seemed fe- seemed like. The big moments, the free kicks in the final third, and um, their penalty appeal, like it just seemed to edge towards West Brom in in those in those moments. But yeah, agreed. agree. yeah. Agreed. yeah <laughs> you've you've just got to roll with them, essentially, especially if you um, if you're a team like us who are a little bit forgiving and soft when it comes to um, opposition opposition teams. I think we. We've got a little bit of a, a friendly, friendly natured um approach to our game. Like we we try not to wind up the ref that much. We, well, Lugo Nine aside, but like everybody else in the team is very respectful of of
1: the rules, I guess.
0: <laughs> like
1: yeah, you'll, you'll that's how everyone should be. That's
0: how everyone should be, but it's not. And when you, you know. see you see like a West Brom player like literally hug your defender on a corner, and our defender like tries to keep his keep keep his self on his feet. it seems to be like that's not really punished, but if we slightly like put our hand on the crevice of another player's back to like keep them in a position on a corner, they'll fall to the ground and and scream yeah. bloody murder so I don't know there's a there's a respect level I think that we give too much to our opposition, but also while whilst we're picking up points, it doesn't really it doesn't really matter. Um so yeah. Um I'm I'm quite I'm quite happy with the result overall though. Um yeah <laughs> I think that, that about wraps it up until um DJ Paulo Brad joins us in a bit. If they do um we'll see uh, if they have anything to say about the West Brom game. But moving forward <laughs> there's quite a big um, quite a big set of results that have happened this this week um, so between our West Brom game and our Watford game which is happening on Saturday um, there has been a couple of games that have been the catch up games for the rest of the league so Chef United nicely did us a favour and Burnley did us a favour with two games in hand on Blackburn and West Brom they both were beaten quite comfortably um, by the top two in this league. So Burnley confirmed as champions in that game and Sheffield United also confirmed as promoted because of those games in hand that they won. So thank you very much, Burnley. Thank you very much, Sheffield United. Um, you've kept us in sixth place and kept it in our in our court for the game ahead against Bufford So I had to call that out because we could have dropped out of the top six spot even though we earned it against West Brom. Yes, did you did you two catch any of those games, by any chance? Uh, I can't
1: say I did. Uh,
2: uh, about Black, well, Blackburn beat uh, Burnley beat Blackburn didn't it, at the home ground, which
0: yeah, in a one 0 a one away <laughs> win. Yeah,
2: it doesn't surprise me a club winning at the title at the rivals' ground, you know. It's, and there was a Blackburn fan giving grief to Burnley squad, and there, a Burnley player proper celebrated in front of Blackburn player fans face. I mean, I might transcend
0: the deal. I mean, sure. the 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 celebrations at the end of the game were a little bit of a piss take at <laughs> at Blackburn's expense. Um, there was a little bit of drama on on the um on the on the on the, on the coverage, and they they cut to an advert because it was handbags and stuff. But you can't blame them. They've just beat they've basically beat the league at that point and. You've got, to, you've got to celebrate it. They've got two games where they can just do whatever they want. If they win those two games, they'll be in the 100 club, and I think that's what they're going to aim for from a Burnley's perspective. Sheffield United, on the other hand, literally have nothing to play for in these last two games other than pride, I guess, and trying to get into the 90 club. But, uh, yeah, like, does that potentially impact the up two coming games that they have? So... Uh, we'll, talk, we'll talk about the fixtures that are coming up then. So obviously we've got the Rotherham and Cardiff game, which is still 1-1 into the second half as we speak. Um pointy piece does help them both climb away from Reading. Four points clear with two games to hand. So if they win one of those games that they have in hand, they're both safe. So a huge point for both of these, um, but that might not happen at the full-time whistle. Um, but then uh this weekend there's a couple of games that could potentially impact us and the bottom of the league. You've got Blackpool versus Millwall. Um so that is um Millwall who would directly blow us on a slightly worse goal difference, same amount of points, and Blackpool needing to win to climb ever closer to Huddersfield or Reading into safety with a game to spare. Um then you've got Blackburn versus Luton Town. This one is, I think, a little bit huge, but also kind of insignificant for Luton. Uh, I don't know if you've okay, you got the table in front of you boys.
1: I'm looking at it uh, now. I've got the uh done card game up.
0: Yeah, cool. So Luton Town and Middlesbrough are cemented and do have the. Um, the playoffs already in hand, so they don't need to do anything against uh, against their last two opponents. So will Luton Town step off the pedal because they don't need to win and hand Blackburn a opportunity at Blackburn to potentially get into the playoffs and um beat them? But what I would also edge towards is Luton Town wanting to win that game. So I don't know. Like, if Luton Town could, face, so Luton Town could finish third and Blackburn could finish sixth, right? And if you're two games ago beating the team that you're coming up against in the playoffs, in the, in the playoff semi-final or the final itself, that puts a little bit of edge back down to the team that's in sixth or seventh because they've just beaten them. So I don't think Luton are going to step off the pedal for that week, but they might for the final game of the season. Uh, you have Sunland versus Watford. I think Watford, oh, mathematically, it's impossible for them to catch up to the playoffs now, so their season is done. That, that that's just a fact. So Sunland have a lot more to to play for in this game. The pressure's on Sunland and it's in, in our hands. That that I think is blatant and obvious. Uh, very similar story with Coventry. Coventry player Birmingham. Uh, local pride is something that they both want to play for here, but I think Coventry are the favourites. Um Hull and Swansea doesn't matter. <laughs> well, actually, no, it kind of does because Swansea Swansea is a team on form, they've won four on the bounce and they're now within um, three points of Sunderland. But I think if Sunderland pick up three points, I think it's a little bit too little too late from their perspective. Stoke QPR doesn't matter for Stoke, but QPR will want some points to um, stay safe before the final game of the season. Burnley-Bristol, again, neither team here needs needs to win. It's a, it's an, it's a nothing game, that one now, just only for the 100-point the mark. Rotherham and Middlesbrough. This is really interesting because Rotherham are just outside of those relegation spots as it stands with this draw right now. A a win or um a win or two points, I think, in the final two games of the season sees them safe. So they will be wanting a win. Middlesbrough have nothing to play for. That that, that one for me is a little bit interesting other than fitness and, and keeping people ready for the playoffs. The biggest one. <laughs> I've said the biggest one like three times, but there's there's two really big ones here. Sheffield United and Preston. So Sheffield United obviously guaranteed to go into the Premier League next season. Preston looking in that chasing pack to catch up to Coventry and Sunderland in the playoffs. What do you think? Um what do you think that's gonna be likely? Do you think Preston are gonna more be more on the press or on the counter? And Sheffield, I think, are just just, just looking to potentially um, Not lose, I guess.
1: I don't think Sheffield will be. It's gonna sound like disrespectful, but I don't think they'll be trying. Um, if anything, I think they'll just be trying to play for a draw.
0: Yeah, because they literally don't need to exert themselves anymore, do they? They've they've guaranteed their their yeah. Premier League status. Yeah, oh.
1: yeah, they've, yeah, they've done the work they need to. It'll just be a case of I think trying to like almost wind down, but like. They, they they also probably want to try and avoid the well, it goes for like most teams around this side. Mm-hmm. But they want to they're gonna try and want to avoid injuries as well. Yeah. Um. So I don't think they'll be going too hard in the match, but at the same time, I think they'll be. Yeah, I'll. I'll I think they'll go for a draw.
0: Yeah, I think so too. Um, this is another game. <laughs> this is important to us and the team around it. So West Brom and Norwich are playing each other. The winner of this stays in the chase and in the pack. A draw does nothing for either of them. And um, yeah, the the loser of this game basically is guaranteed to stay in the championship and be a mid table team this season. So that one is huge. It it eliminates one potential team guaranteed for the playoff chase on the final game of the season. So I'm really happy that that game's (laughs) happening at this stage. And then finally at the bottom of the table, you have Cardiff against Huddersfield cardiff are favorites but huddersfield need the points and if they get them that does create a good gap between them and the bottom three so really big games this weekend uh is any that you want to call out and and chat about the most right now um
1: not really
0: so <laughs> if I if I if I'm alright uh, still in that one, I'm gonna say Blackpool, who were twenty third and needing a win against Millwall, against who Millwall, was seventh. Yeah. Um Blackpool are at home. Think...
1: Yeah. Uh, obviously I, I think... guess whoever wins that is Wow! Well, if it if, if one of the teams win it, like, it, almost does it guarantee a place in the playoffs or it just No, it keeps them in... put them, that puts it... them at sixty eight, so that'll put them fifth.
0: It could put them fifth if Sunderland and Coventry lose. <laughs> it it oh, could,
1: yeah. So it's if... still a pretty big, uh, pretty big match for one of them to win. Um, if... Even if they draw, they still go. No, they don't. If they no, they don't. They stay sixth if they win. If they drew, well, it depends how the other games go, though.
0: It really does, but I think, I think I think so. Win. I think Millwall are favourites to win, but I think Blackpool will want it more because they don't want to go they don't want to get relegated. Surely.
1: Yeah. Uh do they Do they still stay they'll go 44 So if they'll Hullis still field, be in relegation they'll still be in relegation. If Blackpool the...
0: don't win, if they don't if they draw and Reading or Huddersfield pick up points. They are pretty much relegated on the last day of the season before the last day of the season. Wigan are hoping for absolute miracles across the league. They're hoping for Blackpool to lose, Reading and Huddersfield um to lose their game. So I think we're I think we're all pretty 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 ironed on that uh, Wigan are going to be relegated. But they are playing Wigan are playing Reading. So Wigan could jump to 43 points with Reading or Reading can jump to 46 points and drop Huddersfield into it. Um but yeah, Blackpool are driving their own their own car essentially for this one. I think they've got more to play for and will put out a really solid solid team. Yeah, we're hoping Blackpool does us favors as well really. That's that would I think pretty much kill millwall's hopes um for a playoff playoff finish because millwall's last game of the season is against blackburn blackpool then blackburn so two teams that they're coming up against are fighting for it and you've also got to remember like sorry, just the form here they've lost the last two games on the bounce blackburn have drew four of the last five um it, it, it's 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 the perfect time for Blackpool to play Millwall, but also the worst time, <laughs> I guess. So yeah, I, I think there's just just a lot to keep our eye on for if uh, our games on on Saturday. Actually, that Blackpool game will take place tomorrow. It's yep. that's tomorrow evening's game. So maybe we'll already know what we need to do from a similar perspective. Um. So if Millwall do pick up points, we need to win uh, against uh, Watford. We'll already know. But <laughs> again, the the teams below us are doing us favors. If you yeah, if you just look, the three teams directly below us lost their last games. Or to be fair, Millwall and West Brom lost their last two. So yeah, yeah, I think perfectly mathematically, everybody's done the right thing from a Sunderland and Coventry perspective. Uh, is there any other games that you think are going to be very, very interesting and have a huge impact on either the playoffs or the relegation fodders? Uh, Reading
1: and Wigan. <laughs> yeah, I literally about to say that, actually. Reading and Wigan. Reading
0: and Wigan. So, uh, um, according to this, Reading are odds on favourite. Like, 2-1 two, two to one over Wigan to win. So, like, twice the better odds.
1: I mean, even if Wigan win, they're still in relegation. Reading, if Reading wins, or even draw, it gets them out of it, depending on what Huddersfield do. So, I think this is a massive match for Reading to win, purely to just not go into relegation. Um, If their favourites to win, then yeah, fair enough, Um, I'd probably give them the odds to win. Um, Just, I think purely just on how bad Wigan have been this season. Uh sorry, sorry to Wigan fans, but like, you know you're <laughs> bottom of the league for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um At least we're not
0: Wigan <laughs> At least we're not Wigan <laughs>
1: Um yeah, I would I would be expecting uh, Reading to win this swing. Yeah,
0: me too. Me too, to be fair. Um where else have we have we got that? Sorry. I've just got the um the games up here. What are you thinking for that one, Jacob? Is this
2: for Reading and Wigan?
0: Reading, no, Wigan, well,
2: yeah. Uh, I think Reading are just gonna snap. I think it'd be too warm. Reading, to be fair. I mean, Huddersfield they need to be careful because, I mean, they could still go down because I mean they've got Cardiff mm-hmm. on Sunday, then Sheffield at home, then Reading at home. So, I mean, I think Sheffield. I I don't don't I don't think Sheffield will want to lose to Huddersfield. To be fair, I don't think they'll want to. I think the Sheffield might win that, to be fair. Cardiff, I think, might be a draw. And then Reading, maybe that could be a draw. So...
0: I, I genuinely but think Robberham, Cardiff, and QPR, if they get one point out of the last two games, they're safe. That's pretty much it. It's between Huddersfield Reading that I think are flipping between that 21st and 22nd relegation and safety.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair I to say.
2: Because they had a crap. Crapped mainly, predominantly first half of the season. Didn't the Huddersfield? That's why they are where they are. To be fair, it's that they'll be shit in the pants. while Huddersfield fans still. Cause,
0: yeah. Yeah. What's the form guide for the current league table, though? Um, like who who in the bottom half of the table has the better form? Uh, just just so you're aware, there's a couple of games happening as we speak. Uh eighty four. Where would
2: you say from? Eighteenth to twenty-fourth, would you say?
0: Is that is what in the at? is it they're in the relegation fight, yeah. Um Alright, I'd say Rotherham. From
2: eighteenth to twenty fourth. I'm gonna go with yeah, Rotherham. To go down? Definitely. No, not to go down, I'm saying they're the team that's on best form in that. Oh team
0: on best form, sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say yeah, yeah. Um I'm just pulling it up so uh there's uh, champion. Well, I think obviously. Where the hell is that? Ah, there you go. EFL Championship. Where is it? Got the form guide. Where is form? What detailed stats? Form table. The team on form, surprisingly, is Swansea City. They've won five out of the last six and drew the other one. That is interesting. Uh, Sunderland are fourth on the form table, above Burnley. <laughs> uh, so bottom oh bottom half of the table. The bet the highest team on form is Wigan Athletic, who've picked up three wins in the last six games. And um, then the worst team, the the worst yeah. team on form uh, um, are these three teams. Blackburn Rovers, who've picked up four points in their last six games, all four of them being draws. Reading, exactly the same. But surprisingly, Watford are bottom of the table with the worst goal difference. Uh, they've won one, drew one, and lost four out of their last four games. I did not know that. Did you? <laughs> no. So th- I did not. We literally, I think Sunderland are playing Watford at the perfect time. They are completely out of form. The season's done and dusted. Just give us the three points, thank you. <laughs> we'll say we'll say a thank you from yeah, the, the Premier League.
1: Solid. I'll buy your beer. <laughs> don't,
2: don't celebrate too early, because you know
0: what we're like. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's like it's usually the t- those teams that are at the bottom of the form guy kind of pick up points against us. So it, it's not it's not guaranteed, guarantee, but I think we we are definitely favourites to beat Watford. Now I know that as well. So I'll bring it up a couple of times on the watch along where on Saturday. Um, but yeah, um, out of that way, Huddersfield are currently sixth. Huddersfield are in form; they're the most informed team out of the uh, bottom six. Yeah, uh, bottom six. Yeah, um, Rotherham sixteenth in the form table, and QPR QPR twentieth. It's not great. It's it's really not great. The bottom half of the table. To be fair, the difference between Wigan in in tenth with nine points and Rotherham in sixteenth is on six points. Is literally just one win. So it's still that tight. This this league table. and I think it's just really interesting. Um. So I think we we can nicely move on. I guess to predictions for this summer. What the game at the weekend, which I think is already it's nearly sold out, like forty two thousand.
1: Jeez, that's quick.
0: Yeah, the are selling out basically the opening the section and then selling it out pretty much within two hours. It's quite it's quite ridiculous. Um, so we might have a capacity stadium, <laughs> which which is a bit bizarre, but there you go. Um, yeah,
1: predictions. This is a, it's an away game, right?
0: No, it's our last home game of the season. Oh, if game. we, if oh, we, oh,
1: I'm if we
0: go with a 2 I like that, that's if we don't make the playoffs. By the way, it's our last home game. If we don't make the playoffs, if we make the playoffs, we get an extra one, obviously because you get two legs. But
1: Man.
0: yeah, it's our last league um, home game of the season. So yeah, two-nil. Happy with that? Goal scorers, if you don't, if you can pluck some Ooh, out there.
1: I'm going to go with.
0: Teddy <laughs> Tedeschi. <laughs> I'm going to go with. Uh,
1: no, I'm going to go with Ahmed and. Ooh, I... You know, what? I reckon Mishu's gonna get one. Uh, oh wait, no. He's, if he's if he sta- if he
0: starts, if he starts, yeah.
1: If he not... starts, maybe. Um, if not Mishu, then maybe Roberts.
0: Okay, I'm liking these. I'm liking. <laughs> oh. Okay, DJ Earth has joined us. I'm just gonna let Jacob do his Watford prediction and goal scorers. Go for it, Jacob.
2: Not, I Don't want to jinx it. To be, I might actually go for a draw. Okay. I, I know I'm, I'm going to get me. I know I might get my head cut off for that, but I think two-two. I just I don't want to. Cause Watford, you never know, do you? I know they're not being great, but
0: they did get a two-two two draw against Coventry not a couple of games ago. So it, um,
2: we it, can't, We need to still remember that we were League One last season and they were Prem. So. And they've still got some Premier players, so we can't be too overly confident, can we? Because we've still got some Premier League players, so but I think the goal scorers for us, I think I'm adding Clark.
0: Okay. I'm... Going with. Okay. Um I will join you on that one and go with a three one Sunderland win. I think Roberts. No, no, no Roberts, Clark. Viallo and Pritchard to get goals. And for them, potentially um Ademayo, Maybe Toby 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 Adameo. It depends if he plays. Um yeah, I can't really see the uh, them getting other goals other than like a, a weird freak counter-attack. Because I don't they're not on form. And right, uh DJ, welcome. G- Cabby, welcome. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, Woo! hello. <laughs> so uh, what we've gone through, through so far is the West Brom game. Um, so we've all given our say on that. Feel free to to add on to that. Then we went through uh, the upcoming games and the impact that are potentially happening this weekend and our score predictions. So yeah, feel free to, to go over yours now.
3: <clears throat> well, yeah, the um, West Brom game I just thought was um, absolute just quality. Um, it, it just, um, it just amazes me how different we are com compared to when we're playing at home to when we're playing away. Um, the the way we bossed that game at West Brom, I just thought was just superb. We went one nil down, obviously a dubious penalty, and. And I was noticing Sullivan's build-up play. They were like patiently just passing it left to right, left to right, keeping possession. And almost like a trapdoor spider, the minute they seen an opening, I mean, especially <laughs> for that, for the second goal, the minute they seen an opening, it was like pounce. And it was quick, quick one, two passes, really close passes next to each other. The defenders didn't know where the hell we were. Yeah. Um, and I just thought that was that was just a, a hell of a goal. Um and it's, it's it's one of the best performances I've seen summoned, um, away from home, apart from I say the Redden game, because um, it's not an easy place to go to the Hawthorns, and I kind of fault any player in a red and white shirt, and even the goalkeeper. At the top of thought, the team spirit was just second to none. I really do.
0: That pretty much echoes what we've been seeing. Uh, we did have a little bit of a rant around how poor West Brom were. Professionally, and the them surrounding the ref and and their um childish behavior, shall we say, um throughout that game, surrounding the ref, asking for yellow cards, screaming, it was just it it was just embarrassing from from West Brom West Brom's perspective, um of how they handled themselves through that game. The fact that we we won, I think, was the right result for that game. Do you, do you agree with that?
3: Yeah. Absolutely agree with that at all. It's like, I think if West Brom had concentrated on actually, you know, playing, playing the game, yeah, um, hassling the referees and getting shitty penalties and stuff, then it might be been doing different different outcome. But I thought mentally, especially, I mean, let's not forget it. These are kids, you know. With a side like bunch of limp along Leslies, we're all injured, um, and it's just it's frighteningly good to see how good we can be.
0: It's it's a it's a completely different team to what we played in mid March. The the dip that we had when we played Rotherham Coventry, and then Stoke that those three losses on the bounce since then. Well, I kind
3: of believe. I kind of believe. Um, you know, looking at the table, even like tonight, whatever to say, like we're six and it's in our hands. I mean that that's just a phenomenal achievement. I mean, even if we. are didn't make the playoffs by the end of the season to be where we are now. Mm-hmm. Um I just think that's remarkable compared to the the squad that we've got. It's it's just super.
0: Yeah. there's there's one thing that will potentially impact. So we could drop out of the playoffs before our next game against Watford, um, because Blackpool, who are in the bottom three, are playing Melwall, who are seventh. That's the Friday evening game. So we will know going into that game what we need to achieve. To maintain a playoff position going into the final game of the season. What are your thoughts on the Blackpool Millwall fixture?
3: Uh, I fancy Blackpool, to be honest with you. I think Millwall's dipping form, they're doing an Arsenal, aren't they? Um, And I think Blackpool (laughs) fighting for everything, you know, (laughs) I don't think it's going to be as straightforward as what many people think, to be quite honest with you. I think it would be a tough game. I do fancy Blackpool.
0: So, in terms of dip in form, by the way, uh, the Blackpool have picked up six points in their last six games and Millwall have picked up five points in their last six games. So, yeah, they're slightly ahead in the form guide from 17th to 19th in that form table. But the full full season table is what really matters, isn't it? Um, is it the best time for Blackpool to come up against this Millwall team? That's, that's essentially what we... I think we we discussed a little bit.
3: I would say definitely, without without.
0: So there you go. Um, we could Is still that, be in there without having to do anything.
3: Sorry. Um, which of the teams can affect Sun's position, or which of the teams can knock Sunland out of the out of the playoffs? Let's bef, say we lose bef, game, bef,
0: before our Watford game, it's literally just Millwall. But during that Millwall game, during that Watford game, it's there's a lot. There is a lot. Uh, there's uh, Blackburn, West Brom, Preston, Norwich, and Swansea. But Swansea will have to like massively like overturn a huge goal difference to do so. But um, and same with Norwich. To be fair, but Norwich and West Brom are playing each other. So if if that if that game ends in a the win, they could affect our status. Um, but if it's a draw, neither of them West, will because they're too Brom, far behind.
2: West Brom will be up for it more than Norwich. To be fair, Norwich are just they'll probably just sit back. But so.
0: you got to remember, last season Norwich were in the Prem. You, you said this like about Watford, didn't you? Like, they've got some Premier League yeah. quality still in their roster. It's not like they're just shit. It's just that they've had a bad couple of weeks and they've dropped too far down. So
3: How not much same Watford in it? They've had a away. bad.
2: A
0: few weeks, so uh, yeah, the the mirroring Watford, Watford a bit. Yeah. Shit.
2: Watford no. been shit this season.
0: No, they but, haven't. Uh, Watford haven't been shit this season. They've been shit over the last like month or so. That's why they're bottom of the form guide. Um Justin, welcome along. Saint Millwall are doing a Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even finish in Europe. The was it finishing third in a in a two horse race? That's that's the Tottenham way. Um, yeah,
2: oh, they, could uh, doing they could be
0: doing a Chelsea. Oh no, I don't think they're going to be. Do- well to be fair, they are in the bottom half of the table now, so I think it's right, right for where they're at. What was your question, um... Cabby <laughs> What was you your are... qu- What was your question? Because you and you and Jacob were talking at the same time.
3: Yeah, how good is our goal difference to oh. the rest? Who's the nearest? So, who, could, who could challenge
0: someone for goals and nearest? Coventry, the team that's directly that's above us. So us and Coventry are on ten goal difference. The reason we're in the playoffs uh, right now is because of um, our goal difference. Uh, Millwall have a plus seven, Blackburn have a minus three, but those two teams are on the same amount of points. So we need to basically match or better those two games, and we we stay in the we stay in the top six for the final game of the season. Um, welcome along, Pennywell Pundit. If we go up, I'm getting Luke, Luke on one ass cheek, and then 0 nine on the other, a uh, uh, nine on the other with O in the middle already. Well, just all you need to do is put W on one cheek and W on the other, and then just like any time we have a good game, do a Mooney.
1: <laughs> Open your ass.
0: <laughs> and every time you shit, you, you you're saying wow. <laughs> Just like that. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, the, we then moved on to our score predictions. I've went 3 1 Sunderland. Dave went 2 0 Sunderland. Jacob, you said 2 0 as well. A two. Oh, 2 2 draw, two, yes. Two. And Abby, what are you saying Well, our result against Watford?
3: God, it's so difficult calling it um I'm gonna go like a Sun and Everton game with some Aladis I'm gonna go three and out the lads
0: oh what this is rare this is rare who's scoring for us a carry down
3: um I scoring for us um I think Joffrey'll get one getting his four for the club I'd be happy with that um uh, I think Clark will get one. Okay, yeah. <coughs> and
0: fancy you nine to sneak one in. Oh I'm <laughs> I'm happy with that. To be fair, no if you asked any any um anybody last week who was getting Sunderland's goals, nobody was said circum twice. Let's put it that let's put it that way. So Luke O9 getting a goal, I think is just rewards for how much effort he puts in.
3: Um well I think we'll win actually 4 0 and I think the ball will rebound out of the um out of the dugout and hit Ross Stewart and I think he'll get I think he'll get a <laughs> ball for Finland even though he's not on.
0: Oh there's there's a couple of extra talking points on the back of uh back of that um comment about Ross Stewart. Um but I think we've got to focus on these next two games more than our summer transfers now, right? because um, Nobody, I think, nobody would have said we're, we were in with playoffs and comfortably in the playoffs. Oh, there's been a goal, by the way. Cardiff have now took the lead against Rotherham. So that does nice. change up a lot of things. Cardiff are mathematically safe um, before their next game. And yeah, Rotherham are back in the pack and Reading can catch them up. Um, so yeah, uh, that, that's got like two, three minutes left of that game to, to, to unfold and... Rotherham in the shit with Wigan, I guess. Maybe the two other teams that were promoted with us might go down, but yeah, like I said, it's more likely going to be Reading and Huddersfield. But yeah, huge, huge drop points for for Rotherham if they if they lose this one.
3: I tell you what, if we don't if we don't get up this season, we could be very, very likely playing Everton next season. <laughs> They're in dire trouble.
1: Uh, the, maybe day. Oh, Maybe a Liverpool supporter, it's fucking hilarious. But I think it's hilarious, like they lost four one, didn't it to the Mags? But
3: the terrible Everton, like I watched them tonight. though oh no,
1: fucking United have being Tottenham. Actually,
0: is that full time four one? Is that is... yeah, yeah? Because uh, what I can see is eighty four minutes, eighty seven, and fifty seven for the Man U game. Um, I see Newcastle won away from home four one. Bournemouth for winning 1-0 at Southampton, and Manchester United have beaten Spurs 2-1. Well, the killer
3: yesterday was Forrest winning 3-1. That's really done some damage, that.
0: What what does that do to the bottom of the Prem?
3: Um, Southampton, bottom 24. Everton second off, bottom 28. Leicester, third off, bottom 29. And Forrest and Leeds joint on 30 points.
0: Does that mean realistically anybody West Ham down could go into the uh, Championship next season?
3: Yeah, West Ham's got a bit of breathing space—the five points, it, well, um, and,
0: and goal difference, and goal difference. West, Ham, West Ham's goal difference is still in single single figures on the negative. Whereas everybody else is like minus thirty-two, minus twenty-one, minus thirty-one, yeah,
1: minus thirty-one.
0: <laughs> yeah. But as
3: we know, there's a lot more games to play in the Premier League compared to the rest of the league, in Championship, League One. There's like, like seven
0: or eight games left in the Premier Yeah. isn't there? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I might as well, we might as well talk about it then. So if Sunderland don't make the playoffs, that's our season done at the end of the Preston North End game, what impact did our transfers, our loanees this season have on it? And the main thing I'm thinking about here is Ellis Sims getting recalled and doing absolutely nothing for Everton. Um, because he hasn't had the opportunity to. Not because he's... It's just I don't think he's had enough game time. So the whole point of the recall has massively potentially hindered our season. We could have been guaranteed playoff positions and they've done nothing with him. <laughs> that, that, that really pisses me off. But if the opportunity... If Everton do get relegated... Sims is obviously one of those players that will get get sold on. I think him and, and Broadhead will get sold on from from Everton as potential striking options. Would you go for any of those?
2: Yeah, why not? Cause he did well for us. Did did all right, pretty good for us. Did um, Sims. And then he's hardly been playing for Everton, has he? I mean, he's come on sometimes, but he's not. You know, yeah.
0: It's just... So so yeah, in in that scenario, by the way. Um, Everton and Sunderland are playing in the championship next season. Would you still take some of Everton's current squad for for Sunderland if they they are looking to offload a couple of their talent? Shall we say? Yeah. Or do, or, or, or do you think like somebody um, from from those teams are going to the newly promoted Burnleys and Sheffields of uh, the league? Do you think that some of the players are going to stay in in the Prem?
2: That's the thing, though, because that wouldn't surprise me if that's I would like to try. If I not go down, I would like us to be the person to try and snatch Ellie Sims before anyone else does.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, well, if he is up for offer, I think I might take Sims um, as as an option. If I, I uh, To be fair, I think if we're if we're looking towards the end of the transfer window and still looking for a striker i think sims might be up for the picking but that does have the caveat of everton wanting to offload that player um which i think they will because like i said he's gone back to them on the recall and he's not really had that much game time at all um uh, i think if i i'm just going to try and load up his stats but is there any other players like that that you would think about i mean jacob uh, is there any of the players that you'd think in in the bottom half of the prem that we could grab? Oh, Spurs have levelled that manu by the way. It's now two two.
1: <laughs> Fucking that's good, really good for Liverpool, actually not Oh, it's huge. Tell you what, ah, do you know? Cause
2: Bally was at Norwich, isn't he? But is <laughs> it that, on loan?
0: Oh, sorry.
2: You know you've heard, you know Bally Mumba's a Norwich player, right? But he's on Plymouth at loan at the minute. Yeah. Would you consider buying Bally Mumba back at the next season? Because he'll be going back to the and Norwich aren't going to be in the Prem. So maybe mm. when he's back at Norwich, Sunderland could try and sign him back. Because he's a Sunderland lad as well. He's from the North East.
0: Uh, is, it, we, if he wants to, I, I'd, I'd definitely consider it. But it's got to be like if he's used to the Premier League financials. I don't think we're going to throw money at him like that—that that higher level. Yeah. So if if the financials line up, then yeah, maybe. But I don't think I don't think he's I don't that, think he's a worth. Player
2: who I'd consider, that's I'd consider getting him back. To be fair,
0: yeah, but I think they're they're looking for like three, four million above what I think is a an appropriate value on him. I
2: can't, I can't see him staying at Plymouth. I can't see him staying there, to be
0: honest. Pennywell, um, Pennywell Pundit says, um, quite interestingly, I'd take Gelhart next year again. So he he will obviously return on loan, as will Ahmed. And I think there's another loany player that we... Oh,
2: there's been a goal at the Cardiff game.
0: Has there?
2: Um, 2-1 Cardiff.
0: We said that like oh, that 10 happened minutes ago. Right.
1: maybe like
0: 10 <laughs> <minutes> ago, <yeah. laughs> we we called it out. We we, we called about Rotherham being oh, back awesome. in the relegation back, well, but yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, Justin's also says, I'm, I'm I'd imagine they need Sims Calvert Lewin too to could come down with a good team. So, Sims, since he's been back, I've literally just loaded up his stats. This season, he's played 10 games for Everton. He's scored one goal, and he's played 209 minutes, which is essentially 21 minutes, or just shy of 21 minutes per game. He's coming on as a last-minute substitution in most of his games. That, I think, is an absolute waste of his talents. He's played 17 games for us, and he's scored seven goals off the back of it, and he's assisted two. Who um, yeah. so is it that's going to Delhard, by the
3: way? Because I tell you what, I and, like... I think uh, Joffe, he's. A, I'm beginning to like the lad, and I think his attitude, and I think he's mixing mm-hmm. him with the team, yeah? and um, I do honestly think he's a he's a good player in the in that lad. I
0: I agree with that mate, but I think he needs to have somebody like Ross Stewart, a big striking partner. He can't be up there by himself week in week out. Um, no,
3: no, we've said that, haven't we? Like he needs yeah. to be like, yeah, yeah. He's not he's not alone and lone striker, no way.
0: I think he would do really well, like a a, a Phillips Quinn kind of scenario, top oh, top two, banking off each other, assisting each other, week in week out. Um, the Sims and Stewart when they were playing together, that was pretty much unstoppable. Nobody really knew how to do it. So I think Joffy could do the same thing, but when he's by himself, he's not a Jermaine Defoe. He's he's did he, what, yeah.
3: Did you see what Joffy did to the um <laughs> when when he pushed the West Brom player out after um was the second goal? <laughs> yeah.
0: That was hilarious because the the defender was giving it the big and he was like yeah
3: yeah
0: <laughs> that was class.
3: That that the West Brom defender literally yeah. second while Gooch was just about to cross the ball in. Pushed pushed them Joffy get hard in the back and he went flying. He didn't get on his ass Joffe. He just went he stumbled about seven or eight steps because the get the get the get um, coloured fella get pushed him. He went miles. He was just getting his own back. He, he looked and it was really funny when because he he waited until the ball hit the back of the net, he turned around, he we went, right, piss off. <laughs>
0: just shoved up for the barriers. And that that proves to me that he wants to play for us. He, he's really bought into our our club now. And I know he's a Leeds lad and he does have to go back to Leeds at the end of the season, which I think, it, his contract's the end of June rather than the end of May because if it's the end of May, we don't get him for the um, playoff final. Just, just so you're aware, contractually he goes back to Leeds. So we we need him back. But I have to see when we get to the playoff finals, but do you know do you know what I mean like if he does go back, I think i'd if the if Speakman is looking at Ahmad and Joffy as people coming back on a on a full term contract at the end of the season, I'd take Ahmad but not at $35 thirty five million thirty five million's just absolutely fucking stupid price for him um oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I think it's all about the financials. I, I would definitely have both of those players back for next season, though. Um, yeah, we've got two games to play. We don't even know if we might be in the pre- next next year. Um, do you think, think we
3: we'll s- Talking about the playoffs, thinking, uh, mm-hmm. you know, have we, do, have we got every right to talk about um, Wembley playoff finals? And this and that either? Because that's the way... That's, there's a feel around the pub at the moment, isn't there?
0: Yeah, it's just me. So, so I think if say the say the current top four, we would lose I think against Luton Town in the semis, but I don't think we'd lose to them in the final, which is really bizarre because I think over two legs they they would basically frustrate us defensively. But Middlesbrough, I think we could beat in the semis, and I think we could beat any of the other teams in the final. It's it's one game then. So we'd beat Borough in the
2: final. Do you think we'd beat Borough in the final?
0: I think it's a 50-50 with that one as well, though. So what I would much prefer to do is for us to finish fifth, so we play Middlesbrough in the semis, so we get them at home and away, and it's like this northeast rivalry, which northeast team gets to Wembley rather than two northeast teams um, both losing in the semi-finals and neither gets to go to Wembley. I'd, I'd much rather one more northeast team goes and and basically has a go at Newcastle next year. If it's us that's that's the ideal but if it's middlesbrough I'm, I'm okay with that as well so um i think just yeah over northeast teams need to bring middlesbrough back into <laughs> into reality shall we say um pennywell's also popped in says Joffy is a proper grafter he's not a lazy lad like a taxi driver or something
3: <laughs> he didn't say that did he he did yeah
0: God, God, how's your back? mate? is it? Is it, Does it feel like there's a knife in it?
3: Well, I don't know. My tie in these curtains anymore.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Right, we're we're, we're coming up to our, our mark. Um, we're going to be doing the watch along on Saturday, which is a three o'clock kick off. So, fifteen minutes before kick off, we'll be live on the Yay, channel.
1: Yeah, get
0: a Yay! It's not a twelve o'clock
3: game. Um, out The enemy of light.
0: Yes, over 40... I think it's over 41 guaranteed, but I think it's over 42 already. 1,000 people there for our final game of the regular season. So, um... Is there anything you just want to, to add on to you before we wrap up the stream and, and catch you in two yeah, days' time? want actually.
2: I want to I wanna pull it. up on something. It's the, it was the rumours about us getting a new coach and Mowbray retiring.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, go for it. Um explain it
2: well it was on tuesday it Came up, um but is it a turkish i've got the manager's name but is it a turkish team pod is it alan spio or something like that
0: it's it's something um, it's uh, feroli francesco so yeah, yeah he,
2: francesco is the guy's name
0: he's is a current uh, um, man oh he was the manager of alan Spior in the turkish leagues um, so basically, like Dick Advocat was, um, he could be coming from the Turkish mm. leagues. He has an okay record. He's not like the.
2: He's not shit, is he? He's not a shit manager who you'd be worried about. He's okay. He's a he's a like...
0: very middle of the road manager who's unproven in English leagues, though. So.
2: Yeah, that's the problem.
0: Yeah, I don't. D- stay
2: in the championship. How would you feel if he came to Sunderland? Would you be worried, or would I, I be... think
0: I think we'd have a good time of it. To be fair, um,
2: you don't think he'd take us to League One.
0: I don't think he'd. I. I no, it wouldn't get us relegated. No. Um. I think he. I don't. It, it's also very dependent on Tony Mowbray retiring, right? I don't. I don't want him to leave, but also like we've had se- We've had seasons and seasons end, and then the gaffer leaves. That's happened a lot over the last decade and a half um so yeah i get it but like i think until mowbray is out the door looking at replacements and who's rumored to replace them already i think there's a bit it's, unlikely. It, it's a bit early yeah he could go he He could get another yeah. job he could There could be so like
2: mowbray, this is an article saying mowbray says he would love to stay at sunland and isn't unnerved by claims that club have lined up Frances, francesco Faroli to lead the team next season And that's the Sunderland Echo. So I think that's pretty much hinting that Mowbray's going to
0: be with us next season. So I'm all on board with him sticking around. I I, like the the current job he's doing. He had a shit March, which is exactly what everybody expects. He always has a dip in February, March, which I think was a little bit delayed this year because of the World Cup break. But Mm. he always has a bad spell after the new year and then he picks it up for the rest of the season. And he's done that with us.
3: Out of 10. Of like what um, what he's done for Sunderland this season so far.
0: Um. So he took over us when we were tenth. August. Yeah. We. we Wait, August he took it. Yeah. So he's had pretty much the full season. He hasn't had a transfer window with us, but if like two, like, no, yeah, he has he's had one.
2: I think I think this uh, Francesco is going to actually go to Watford because I think Watford were rumored to get him. So if he's going to go anywhere,
0: I'd say he goes, he's going to go to Watford. Actually, yeah, probably going I can't see
2: Wilder staying with Watford. I can't see Chris Wilder staying with Watford.
0: I would take Sorry. Wilder over him. To be fair, as a replacement for Mowbray, Wilder's really good. Um, um I don't know. I, I would definitely take him. He's, he's a good gaffer, but um, I guarantee. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um his agent is flaunting his name around the concourse is open uh sections of it have been opened but yeah i think just if we get a new manager because at the moment tony mowbray is a head coach i think he wants to stick around with us until mowbray tries to dictate who he's bringing in he'll stick with us as soon as he says i want this player and i want this player and i want you to um strengthen this area, and it costs too much, that's when I think he'll be... He'd be Lee Johnson, essentially. He'd be out the door at that point. But at the moment, his season, I'd probably say it's probably a solid 7, 8 out of 10 because of that, that um, March blip. Um, we're in the playoffs because Neil of him.
3: Back.
0: Would I have Alex Neil back? If he
3: came knocking on the doors. More players gone now. I'll tell you what, lad. Let's I'd, have another go there.: there.
0: I'd rather pick up my shit and clap. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry YouTube if that's too gross, but no, I would not have <laughs> Alex <funny>. Neil. <laughs> I would not have Alex Neil back. Pick your shit up and clap. <laughs> <laughs> um so no. Um would you?
1: No. I don't know who he is, but he sounds like an absolute twat, so no. He's a
0: snake, mate. Basically think of think if Gerard took the the Liverpool manager job. Played a couple of games, did all right, and then just left for no reason other than oh, he wants to. Man. He wants to manage Everton. That's essentially what he's done.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, that's a bit shit.
0: Yeah, he, I
2: he... mean, <laughs> why would you go to Stoke? They've done nothing in football in recent years. Stoke,
0: the, the, just nothing. The one thing Stoke have done is beat us five-one. That's what they've done this season under Alex Neil. Um, look at their current right, when form.
2: When you think of Stoke City, what comes to your mind first?
0: Shit. Well, you think a shit, what comes to your stopping. mind? There you go. It's a shit hole
2: with Stoke.
0: No offence to people who live there. It's a shit hole. No, to be fair, mate, like, they've got a really good academy system. They've got good infrastructure. They've got good investment. They've got really good ties with their local businesses. I think Stoke as a infrastructure um, for a football club is really well managed. I just don't think it's attractive because in the north it's the midlands but like it's towards the northwest if you're looking at a football team in the northwest there's much more attractive options there's burnley (laughs) there's black blackburn there's um preston there's um if you go into the premier league you've got the manchesters you've got the the liverpool the everton there's, there's so many better options if you want out of london good good football clubs it's just a little bit disconnected from the football culture i just think yeah until there's like massive investment in the area as a whole it's not going to be an attractive prospect for like top top flight like footballers so it will it will hover in mediocrity it'll do a reading um in the mid2000s like it, it'll do all right it'll survive it might go up and it might go down it's going to be one of those championship teams you've got to think when they got relegated. They haven't finished in the top half of the championship since being relegated, so that tells you everything and Michael says alex Neil snake 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 <laughs> right neck be... neck a little snack <laughs> um so yeah i i am okay with it um anything else you wanna wanna bring up before we wrap this session up lads cabby Dov
1: no covered everything I think.
0: Fantastic. Cabby?
1: Absolutely fine,
3: I'm happy.
0: Fantastic. Well, I'll see you guys on Saturday. As always, boy, the lads, playoffs are coming. We're Wembley bound and at least we're not Wigan. <laughs> Get you in a it.
2: At least at least we're
0: not Stoke as well. <laughs> so. And uh, SNZ It's a saying a 3-2 win for Saturday. Welcome along. We're all going for wins apart from Jacob who said the 2-2 draw. Catch you in a bit. See you next yeah, time. Yeah, just
2: Sunderland guys
0: for away The Lads. FTM.
2: <laughs>
0: Thank you for tuning in. Until next time. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye.